Hello everyone, welcome to MediVet Roundtable, hosted by MediVet Biologics, the world leader in veterinary regenerative medicine. Listen in to our monthly installments for the latest on veterinary stem cell research and expert analyses from some of the best vets in the industry. Enjoy! So what is a stem cell? A stem cell is just a repair cell in the body. It has the ability to do one of two things, to differentiate into a new cell type or to replenish itself, self-proliferate. There's, and I promise I won't go into embryology for too long, but we remember the three layers, the ectoderm, the mesoderm, and the endoderm. The cells I'm talking about are mesenchymal stem cells, MSCs. They come from the mesoderm, fat, bone marrow. That's what we're talking about. And so they call them MSCs. The, originally, we thought that these cells in the mesoderm would only differentiate where those solid arrows are into cartilage, fat, or bone. We thought they'd stay in their same lineage. What we found out is we were incorrect. They can follow those dotted lines and they can cross germ layer lines. And that's pretty significant that they can trans-differentiate into different cell types. So we can take a, a cell out of fat and we can turn it into a nerve cell, or we can turn it into a cardiac cell, or we can turn it into a muscle cell. And that's pretty neat. And it has to be under the right conditions, but that's pretty neat. So why fat? Why are most of these companies picking fat? Well, the, the truth of the matter is there's two huge advantages. One is there's such an abundance of stem cells and fat, and it's a pretty, pretty big organ in most dogs, most cats, most people, most everything, everything living. So what we're doing is we're finding if you took a cup of blood, peripheral blood, you can get stem cells out of that, but you might get 100,000 in a young you know, human or animal. If you took a cup of bone marrow, which would be kind of hard to do, you get about a million. And if you took a cup of fat, we're getting upwards of 1 billion to 2 billion cells now. And that's pretty neat that we can get that many first-generation stem cells. So that's one big advantage. The other big advantage is that they're in this pool of, we used to call it lipoaspirates. When you centrifuge these cells out and you separate them, you get these fractions. And they call it kind of the waste, the lipoaspirates. The non-stem cell fraction was, were the lipoaspirates. It got re renamed into stromovascular fraction, SVF. And I think it's important to know that that's just the pool of a lot of good stuff that's in the body. A lot of progenitor endothelial cells, a whole buffet of cells, if you will, that can do good things. They can reduce inflammation. They can be microbicidal. They can do a lot of things. They can set up the matrix to start repair. And uh, they can kind of direct what's help the stem cells do what they do. And so the SVF is very important, too, when you talk about fat. And, uh, and certainly that SVF, as I said, provides many things that can reduce inflammation as well and uh, start that rebuilding process. This is the picture of, at the top, of the stromal vascular fraction. When you get fat out of the animal and you're doing it in-house, or even if they're doing it in the lab, it's all the same. You add some enzymes, it starts to digest for about an hour in a, in a bath, and then you centrifuge it. And this is after the first centrifuge. You get this three layers. And I like to show this because the top layer is the fatty layer, that little clear yellowish layer, that's the fat. The white layer is the connective tissue. And the stromal vascular fraction is the red layer down, but we're primarily interested in this last 10% here because that pellet has the majority of the stem cells in it. So probably 90%. So when we're siphoning these cells off, we stick a pipette down there, we'll take 90% of that red stuff and then start washing them. And, uh, and that's what we're interested in when we say SVF. Now, I think this is important too. If you go in the literature, and it's, when I talk to colleagues, it's very confusing, and I, I think it's meant to be that way. I don't know why. 
But you have bone marrow-derived stem cells. Those are cells, I told you, if you took a cup of bone marrow, you get about a million cells. Arguably, I go around the world and I talk to scientists and I ask this question. What is the therapeutic dose? What's the amount of cells you have to inject into a joint to, to have them be effective? And there's arguments about 1 million to 3 million cells. I would say the average answer I have is 10 million on the low side, 10 million in a joint on the low side. And I'm talking about for an animal size of a dog. And so, talking about a rat or a mouse, less. But 10 million on the low side. So if I get a million bone marrow cells, I can't use first-generation cells to get that therapeutic dose. I have to culture more. I have to grow more cells. Then there's second generation. Well, you can keep culturing, third generation, fourth generation. You get down to six generations approximately, they'll stop dividing. They'll stop being potent. They won't differentiate into different tissues. And uh, they may even have trouble turning into their self. So we would rather use first-generation cells because they're more potent. The adipose-derived stem cells, same thing. I could take that pellet out of that SVF and I could culture it out and I could grow adipose-derived stem cells, cultured stem cells. But what we're using, and what I'm talking about primarily here, are the adipose stromal vascular fraction. We're using that whole buffet, which contains the stem cells. So what does it mean? It means that when we take them out of the fat, they're in a dormant state. They're resting. Why don't they go to the knee and take care of it? Why do I have to take them out and send them in? So that's the question, and maybe those molecules will help us answer that down the road. But right now, that's the big question. So when we take them out, we want to wake them up. We want them to start proliferating, and that's what activation means. We want them to start proliferating, either dividing into more cells or secreting things, and that's what stem cells do. So when we um, activate them, that's what I'm talking about. So in that stromal vascular fraction, there are some bioactive peptides that will activate those cells. And that, so we want to compare them. Is that enough? Now, you've heard of PRP. PRP's been along for a, around for a long time, platelet-rich plasma. I think they've been using it in humans since the late 1800s, really. Um, they've been putting blood into areas to try to treat it. And, uh, and so that is something. There's a lot of things in those platelets when they go to a wound, when we get a cut, and they burst and release all those growth factors. What they're doing is directing traffic. They're calling in endogenous stem cells. They're calling in maybe vitamin D if you hurt the bone and calcium. You know, they're, do they're doing a lot. There's a lot of things that they secrete. So PRP has a lot of things that could activate stem cells and, in fact, do, and I'll show you how. And then low-level laser lights. We talk about laser therapy, and we know that there are photo-loving um, cells in the body, light-loving cells in the body. So when we give light, as in laser, we used to think there was one, the retina. Well, you know, photosensitive cells are, are photo-loving cells. And uh, now we know that there's many, many more. And uh, the last count I heard was proven about 88 different cell types, nerves, tendons. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And that's why we know laser does a lot of good. But it's a uh, low-level light can also activate stem cells, too. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening in to MediVet Roundtable. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to keep up to date on all of our latest content. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MedivetBiologics. And for more testimonials or information, visit our Facebook page or go to MedivetBiologics.com.